0: To allegedly astrology each week we break down the astrology that happened during some of the biggest scandals and events in history thank you
1: guys for listening and if you want to support us even more you can subscribe to our patreon for only five dollars a month you get two extra episodes
2: and you could leave us a five-star review and subscribe on whatever
0: podcast platform you listen on and if you leave us a review on apple podcasts or spotify and dm us a screenshot of that review we'll make you a custom meme of your big three and send you a quick write-up about it.
1: We also have cool Allegedly Astrology stuff for all signs on Public, so go there and check it out.
2: And follow us on social media. You know where we are by now.
1: You can also visit our website, AllegedlyAstrology.com, to learn more about us and the show and book a reading with me, Dana, and to check out some charts and transcripts for select episodes.
0: Woo! All right. Woo! So with that, <laughs> let's get into today's topic. Dana... I know you have a scratchy voice from partying so hard at the wedding this weekend, but what are we covering today? Today,
1: we're talking about the disappearance of my voice.
0: (laughs) Just kidding. We're talking about the
1: disappearance of Malaysia Airlines Flight 370, and this was a listener request from Jennifer and Annalisha.
2: We love both of you dearly, and if you want to have an episode covered, DM or email
0: us, and we just might cover it. Be more like Jennifer and Annalisha, everyone. Okay. By our love. So... (laughs) Malaysia Airlines Flight 370 was an international passenger flight operated by Malaysia Airlines that disappeared without a trace in 2014. At the time, it was the deadliest airline event in Malaysia Airlines history with 239 lives lost. And the multinational search effort for the missing airplane was the most expensive in aviation history. And the very strange nature of how the plane went missing, like literally just missing, makes it one of aviation's greatest mysteries and one of history's most famous missing aircrafts. So let's learn more about its astrology. Okay, so
2: Flight 370 was a direct flight going from Kuala Lumpur International Airport in Malaysia to Beijing Capital International Airport. It was a direct flight that normally would take about five hours. There were 237 passengers and the majority of people were from Malaysia, but there were also passengers from Australia, Canada, China, France, India, Indonesia, Iran, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Russia, Taiwan, Ukraine, and the US. All 12 crew members, um, two pilots and 10 cabin staff were all Malaysian citizens. And the plane they were flying was the Boeing 777. And it's known as one of the safest planes on the market. And this one in particular had an excellent safety record.
0: Yes. So... The plane took off at 12.41 a.m. local time. Everything was normal until about an hour into the flight. And the plane was supposed to be handed off from Malaysian to Vietnamese airspace. And this is a normal thing you do when you fly internationally. Once you cross into another country's airspace, you're then handed off to their air traffic control.
2: Which I never knew that until now but it does make sense. However, flight 370 never responded to Vietnamese air traffic control. So like they kind of, when you do this, you kind of are like, okay, bye, whatever. And then the people in air traffic control say bye to you back. And then you enter the new airspace and the airspace people will be like, oh, hey, what's up? Like flight 370. And you'll be like, hello, Malaysia or whatever. But before that, Malaysian authorities believe that the last words heard from the plane from either the pilot or the co-pilot was goodnight, Malaysia 370.
0: And after that, the plane's transponder, which communicated with air traffic control, was switched off. Creepy. And then it literally disappeared from radar screens and its aircraft communication, um, addressing and reporting system, which transmits the data about the aircraft's performance to Boeing was also switched off, which is like, this is very creepy and weird.
2: And while all this was happening, neither the crew or their aircraft's communication systems never related a distress signal. They never said anything about bad weather. They never said anything about technical problems. So the airplane just kind of vanished without any kind of distress being made. So, Dana,
1: what happened when Flight 370 disappeared? Okay, so the flight disappeared on March 8th, 2014 at one twenty two a.m. somewhere in the South China Sea. And this chart has a Pisces sun, a Gemini moon, and a Sagittarius rising. So it's pretty uh, chaotic. So mutable. Mutable, <laughs> wow. yeah. Um, the sun in Pisces is like it's water, it's dissolution. Pisces is two fish swimming away from each other. So it's a sign that can get lost in themselves or, you know, lost in the sea. And the sun is conjunct the see Chiron uh, and Neptune in the fourth house of hidden things. Neptune is the god Whoa. of the sea. Chiron represents wounds and the IC is a point of endings. The moon is in Gemini. It needs to talk in order to make sense of reality. It's in the seventh house, which is the house of death in ancient astrology. It's also a house of opponents or enemies, like, uh, what's it called? Battle. Like, if two countries are waging battle on each other, that's where your enemy is. And Sagittarius is a sign of the Traveler. So, the Sagittarius rising, you know, it's a flight. Both Sagittarius and Pisces are ruled by Jupiter. And this chart has Jupiter and Cancer in the eighth house of death. And it's opposite Pluto and Capricorn in the second house of, like, tangible items. Jupiter has a good attitude, uh, especially in Cancer, but Pluto can be a pervert who, like, keeps secrets. And so this opposition is intense and impulsive, and it's, like, suspicious and also, you know, makes me suspicious because I feel like something's being hidden. Uh, The chart also has Saturn, the planet of solitude and endings, in Scorpio, the sign of secrets, and it's in the 12th house of isolation and, like, coming undone. Saturn's favorite house is the 12th house because it's, like, where isolation, like... You know, it's a planet that isolates, and it's like good to isolate there. But it's in Scorpio, so it's like we're isolating with with things you'll never know. Oh,
2: that's so crazy! I think a lot of the things you said in this chart are kind of crazy because they tie back to a lot of the conspiracies. I feel like already,
0: yeah, like the the ocean Pisces. Like, I mean, we'll we'll get to that, but that's where a lot of people think. The plane ended up was in the Indian Ocean. Yes.
2: And also just all the fourth house stuff with hidden things there. Um, It is in the sun on the icy is just very foreboding. It is like very creepy. So something that's, I guess, good to know for all of us are... Planes have quite a few ways to communicate with the people on the ground. There's about three ways and it relays information and all of those ways were like turned off within the cabin. However, planes have antennas on them that communicate with satellites orbiting the earth. So when it communicates with an, uh, with a satellite, they just kind of like ping back and forth and it's called like a handshake. And it doesn't exactly say the location, but it just says like the plane is online. Like there is something there like in this area. And then, you know, when you look at the amount of pings and the distance between the pings, then with a little math, you could kind of like get some information on where this plane was.
0: Information from these pings um, between the satellite and the plane continued until about eight nineteen a.m., It's about like eight hours-ish after the plane took off. And during this time, the plane maintained a normal speed, continued flying for around seven hours until the fuel would have run out somewhere over the southern Indian Ocean. So back in Beijing,
2: like, no one knows this is happening, so people are waiting at the airport for the passengers to arrive. However, their plane arrival time just kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. So everyone's like, what is going on? You know, like... Beijing Airport is like, we don't know, like we're waiting for the plane to come. The plane's not coming. And then about one hour after the plane's scheduled arrival... Malaysia Airlines issued a statement saying that communication with the flight had been lost by basically like air traffic control, all these other places that normally they communicate with. And the government had initiated a search and rescue operation to oh my find my God, the plane. all those
0: poor family members were probably no. like, could you imagine if you were let's, wi- let's waiting see, no, at the airport that. for
2: someone? No, I, I oh can't. I'll cry. No, it's like really <laughs> sad for sure. So...
1: Um, Dana, what was going on when it was announced that the plane was missing? Okay. So it was announced at 724 AM and this announcement chart is interesting. The Ascendant is in Pisces conjunct the IC of the missing chart and the Midheaven is in Sagittarius conjunct the Ascendant from the first chart. So it's like the chart is almost identical to the first chart I talked about, except for all the placements have shifted forward four houses. So like the fourth house of hidden things moves to the first house of awareness. So now it's sort of like, and they're like right on the same degrees too like the ascendant is at 16 degrees pisces and the IC was at 18 degrees pisces so it's sort of just like bringing this fucked up you know like mystery into awareness but otherwise it's the same
2: yeah it's like we know that it's happening but we don't still understand what's going on
1: yeah
0: Ugh. So after the statement, the media obviously goes wild and there's a huge response on social media. There was a lot of speculation because there's no clear answers, but they had time to fill with the dreaded 24 hour news cycle. So rather than say like, hey, we don't know what's going on. You know, we'll we'll update you when we do. They just put up experts that like spread rumors that fueled conspiracy theories and myths. And I don't know. Is there anything in the chart that would show that the media would be very absorbed in the story? I wonder if there's any uranus. (laughs) Um, Well, is there? Let's see. Well, you always say Uranus is involved in breaking news cycles. It is.
1: I Well, I think it's like usually blowing someone's cover. But yeah, Uranus <laughs> was opposite Mars retrograde in Libra. So that's pretty fucking crazy.
2: Okay. It's like literally like screaming about gossip. It's like, let's never stop talking about this.
1: Yeah. And the I mean, the nodes are also in Aries and Libra. So this is like just intensifying nodes are uh, close points. They make things magnified so also but we're like this was the first quarter moon in gemini and quarter moons are tension or crisis points um and the moon in gemini like loves to talk and get to the bottom of things so everyone's like you know blabbing away and then again mars is tightly conjunct the north node and libra in the 11th house of like audiences and mars and libra avoids conflict but the north node like intensifies and like wants to like collect um and libra loves to problem solve and like gossip both gemini and libra love to gossip uh and hypothesize and of course Uranus and Aries was across from that Mars so it's like sort of like cutting through but in like a way that's not effective I guess because like they didn't find the plane
2: this is gossip central yeah gossip girls like everyone's just talking out of their asses the whole time So the relatives of the passengers were pissed off not only at the media, they were also pissed off at the Malaysian government and how they were handling this whole situation. Because first off, and honestly, most importantly, they were not releasing all the info they had about what happened to the plane.
0: So when Flight 370 disappeared, the flight path was actually still picked up by the Malaysian government's radar, which showed the plane deviating from its path and then turning right however because they didn't want other governments to know how good their sneaky radars were and see them as a threat they didn't actually release this information which is crazy
2: because of this the people that went out to search for their plane weren't even looking in the right sea at all so like they were in the completely wrong place and the families and friends of the missing passengers were obviously super pissed and they're like what the fuck are you guys doing And they start protesting
0: at the airport. Good for them. Um, So the search team started looking in the new place. The Malaysian government finally said that they spotted the plane. But then the Malaysian government came back again and was like, oh, actually, we did see it again and it did turn left, but then it turned right again. So then they had to make a whole new flight path and a whole new area to search, which is so crazy. Yeah, yeah.
2: And it's all because they just like didn't want to see them like a threat to be like, holy shit, like we saw this plane. Like it's widely speculated, like that's why Malaysia did it. But it was there were all these other countries involved. And I think a lot of them didn't want to give up either how good or how bad their radar technology was. So that's like why nobody was saying anything. And then the search area now that these people had to look for the plane in was about the size of the British Isles, which is a huge area. And then on top of that, the weather during this time sucked. The ocean had like a, like the tides were insane. It also was super deep. And a lot of radars like can't look that deep because they need like very clear water. And this ocean, there was like a lot of like underwater caverns and valleys. So it was just like super deep and dark. The ocean is so
0: scary. Um, And we've only
2: looked at
1: 5% of it. Whoa.
0: Remember they found like a
1: shark that's been around since the 1600s two years ago?
0: Um, Oh my God. I learned this weekend that sharks are older than dinosaurs. Whoa. What? Literally. I don't know how they have avoided extinction for this long, but yes, it's crazy. Anyway.
1: Because they don't know anything. Interesting.
0: After a few weeks of searching, the Malaysian prime minister announced that based on analysis of the final signals, it was determined that the flight crashed in a remote part of the Indian Ocean southwest of Australia. And this was far from any possible landing sites. So it was concluded that it was extremely unlikely that anyone on board survived and that they crashed into the ocean. So what was going on when this announcement was made?
1: this was march 24th 2014 and the sun was in aries with uranus land of catastrophe and the south Node, which relates to loss oh sad and the sun is like the goal right so it's sort of like dimming that bright light it's like like over two weeks later
0: that they announced this it's so crazy
1: yeah well it's another quarter moon it's the last quarter moon in capricorn so it's sort of like another the next sort of quarter cycle which is just sort of uh, i feel like underlining the crisis especially since the Moon is in Capricorn, which is stoic with Pluto, which, you know, the the planet of power and secrets. And then the moon is like the vibe. And so it's just sort of like skeptical and also sort of like, I don't know, dark. But then Mercury was conjunct Neptune and Chiron in Pisces, which is like sort of resigning to having no clue. Neptune obscures stuff and Mercury in Pisces is more of like um, a creative thinker than a logical one. And then Chiron's just sort of like accepting that wound. It's sort of like transcending, I feel like
2: sad i mean the mercury in pisces to me is still like like you're just talking and you're saying things and everyone's like okay we think like we know what you're saying but like i know this is like not a a timed like chart but it isn't tw- you're gonna say it's in the 12th because
1: I, I mean i think yeah. the solar houses work
2: yeah i think also being in the 12th it's like you're talking saying random things like we don't really know like if they'll amount to anything and it's in the 12th house so like there's also things happening that we like can't even see yeah
1: also i mean i feel like pisces mercury or debilitated mercury can sort of get the reputation for being like the boy who cried wolf it's also suspicious right like they, they yeah. lied
2: yeah no totally yeah they've already like said not given everything away like any everything that they have like you know they still could have secrets which i feel like lines up well especially with neptune like you were saying so over the following weeks a multinational search effort scours the ocean from the indian ocean west of australia to Central Asia over a period of 52 days. So this is like a big area. This is a long time they're searching and they find nothing. And eventually the surface search is called off, having failed to find any debris from the plane. Because at this point, they're just like looking to see like, do we see a wing floating? Like stuff like that. And then, uh, then after this, another phase is launched that will use sonar to scan the ocean floor. Crazy. Like they were looking hard for it. So then on a teeny tiny island off the coast of Africa, a wing part belonging to the Boeing 777 was found, and it had a pin number that belonged to MH370. This was over 4,000 miles from where it disappeared. So what was going on when the piece was located? This was uh, July 29th.
0: Wait, this is crazy, because didn't they, the Malaysian officials say that it went down basically southwest of Australia, and now they found a piece... Off the coast of Africa? That's so nuts. I
1: don't know how water works.
0: <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> but that just seems crazy to me. We've we've established we don't know much about the ocean. We are not marine biologists, but um, that still seems far away.
1: Yeah, no, I I would, that would would surprise me if I found a plane and I was like, you know, in Africa.
0: Um, But yeah, the pieces were found on July 29th,
1: 2015 in St. Andre Reunion. Um, And so this chart is a sun in Leo with Mercury and Jupiter and the moon in Capricorn conjunct Saturn. So it's a little return of the last announcement we had, right? Um, It's sort of like... Hey, I'm, I'm a stoic Capricorn, like still trying to like dig up the secrets, right? And so the sun is the goal and like illumination and Mercury is thinking and connection and Jupiter is like luck. So it's kind of like it was confident and determined, but it's like sort of like it seems like they happened upon this, right? It didn't seem like it. I don't know. was like something they were searching for. But Jupiter squares Saturn in Scorpio, and squares our tension. And Jupiter is luck and excess, and it's sort of like finding a part of a mystery. But Saturn is restriction, and so it's especially secretive in Scorpio. So it's like progress but frustration in a way, right? It's almost like I don't know, like you you you're really thirsty and you have like some water, but like you wish you had no water because just a little bit of water doesn't really satisfy you. Anyway, this was also three days after Venus stationed retrograde in Virgo, and three days before Saturn stationed direct in Scorpio, and then two days after Uranus stationed retrograde in Aries. So Venus stationing retrograde in Virgo. It's stationed retrograde at zero degrees. And so Venus in Virgo like wants to serve. It's sort of like – I mean, it it retrograded back into Leo. But – Venus in Virgo is like the perfectionist, right? It's sort of like, oh, my God, like something comes up. And then Saturn in Scorpio going direct is like pushing out the secret that not the secret, but it's like giving a little bit of information about this flight that's been missing and Scorpio being the mystery. And then two days after Uranus stationed retrograde in Aries, it's sort of like really bringing it back into the news. That's sort of like, you know, Uranus, just like the extremism of like needing to have something in the news. Well, Saturn in Scorpio trines Mars in Cancer. And Mars in Cancer is, like, a hard placement. But, like, one thing Mars in Cancer can probably do is, like, you know, get to the bottom of something on, like, the ocean floor. These are both water signs. And I feel like it's sort of, like, I don't know. It's, like, a tough gift. It's the two malefics working together to bring something that's already a tragedy but, like, out
0: into the light a bit. That's crazy. I guess it's, like... It was probably a relief to find a piece of the plane, like knowing it didn't literally disappear into thin air. But then like Dana used the water analogy, like it is almost worse because then you want more. You want more information. You want to know more. But, you know, it's unlikely to get more.
1: Yeah. It's like having had the Zodiac killer's like shoe print, but like no idea who he was. Maybe maybe it's not the same, but, you know, just some sort of evidence.
0: But anyway, um, over the next year and a half, 26 more pieces of debris were found on the shores of Tanzania, Mozambique, South Africa, Madagascar and Mauritius. And three of those pieces were positively identified as coming from Flight 370 and then 17 were thought to have likely come from the plane.
2: So two pieces came from the cabin interior suggesting that the plane had broken up, but whether the plane broke up in the air or on impact with the ocean could not be determined. And then studying the pieces more indicated that the plane could not have undergone a controlled descent, a.k.a. like it's not like they like flew to have a water landing. So people, some researchers believe that the plane struck the water vertically. So just like... And that breaks a plane Yeah Cause you're going so fast Planes go like 600 miles an hour Or something insane
1: I don't remember Anything
2: uh,
0: That's like This is my worst
1: nightmare It's like a physics nightmare <laughs>
0: Because the bulk of the aircraft has never been located, there are a lot of conspiracy theories about this disappearance and um, that range from the pilot to a hijacking, to being shot down by another government, to being cyber hijacked, to uh, the found debris being faked. Um, We won't cover them all, but we'll touch on a few of them.
2: Wait, Dana, tell me about why you're talking about the fake debris, because I especially if you look at that chart. We don't talk about it, but there is a theory. Well, actually, say what you see in the chart related to that, and then I'll tell you what it is. Venus
1: stationing retrograde at zero degrees, Virgo opposite Neptune and Chiron in Pisces. It's like it's like not real. It's Ooh. in the Earth sign. Oh, but okay. then I went back into Leo, so it's sort of like... I mean, it's not... But it's like zero degrees is such a pure Virgo sign. It's just Neptune is like, well, what's real? You know, like... They could tell us anything. And we're like, okay.
2: So the reason why they think it was faked is that before this flight had this issue, it had like a small bump on the runway with another plane and it damaged its wing. So the wing of the plane was like replaced and it was put into this like airplane graveyard. That was in like Australia. So it's like really close to like where this was found. And then there were like barnacles growing on this like piece of this wing. And it was the same wing that was damaged the first time. And people were saying like barnacles can't like grow evenly on both sides of this like aircraft because of like how it is in the water. Like it's not always going to be like a consistent spread in the ocean because the ocean is like tossing it around. So like that's just not how barnacles grow. And the ones that were growing, like the water temperature that's in this place, like they wouldn't be able to grow or something like there's like a weird like loophole thing. But they think the Malaysian government... Put it there to be like, oh, see, like, here's something with a plane.
1: Like, we're not Mars and Cancer trying Saturn and Scorpio. I mean, I was like, they work together to find something. It's also like two placements that could very be like very talented at emotional manipulation.
0: Oh, so weird. I mean, Malaysia has all the makings of being shady as fuck in all of this. Right. (laughs) Like, why do they have radar that they're hiding from other countries? Like, it's very clear that whether or not they had something to do with this, they really didn't want other governments to interfere in this investigation because it would blow up their spot in some way. Well,
2: technically, they asked like other countries to help them search, but they just weren't giving them like all the information. What a waste of time and money and resources. It's like Australia was helping them. Yeah, it's weird. But so... One of the first conspiracy theories is around the pilot. So his name was Zahari Ahmed Shah, and he was a 53-year-old veteran airline pilot with Malaysia Airlines for 33 years, and he had over 18,000 hours of flying time. He was said to have been acting differently for the weeks leading up to this flight, and he was recently separated, which prompted people to think this was a murder-suicide and that he intentionally crashed the plane. But that was never confirmed. And, you know, people that know him also said, like, if something happened with the plane, regardless of if he was in a bad mood the last few weeks, like, he would have been, like, the hero in the situation. Like, he would have tried to save it.
0: Interesting. Well, lucky for us, we have his birth info. So let's check out the transits for the day of the flight.
1: (laughs) Okay. Zahari was born on July third, nineteen 1961 in Penang, Malaysia. And again, that original flight date was March 8th, 2014. So Jupiter was tightly conjunct his natal sun in Cancer. And this is a favorable placement. I mean, it's one that I would usually be like, oh, good for you. But it's not all good. The sun in Pisces was like tightly conjunct his moon in Pisces. So this is also sort of like um, your annual new moon in a way, right? The sun only transits your moon once a year. And so this is like... (gasps) A brand new moon for you, and this year his is with Chiron and Neptune. Neptune is tightly conjunct his natal Chiron, and because his he's in his Chiron return, so a Chiron return would be a time that you might commit a murder suicide because he's also oh divorced in his chart. I'm kidding. I'm not. I don't think he did. I'm just saying it's not like he just has the Jupiter on his son. So yeah. he's like in his Chiron return. This is, this is a time though when you might just like heal, you know, instead of crash planes. But um, Saturn retrograde in Scorpio was opposite his natal Venus in Taurus. And so that's very much like divorce vibes. So, I mean, did he do it? I don't see that. I would need to know his rising to even make such a egregious claim. <laughs> but he's definitely going through some shit. And this would be a time when it was illuminating for him because the sun was uh, in Pisces on his moon, which is his emotions and his physical body. And again, like sort of the hidden place in the original chart. And then. Chiron, which is the wound, and then Neptune, which is just like, it's like, you know, beer goggles. It's confusion, it's deception, it's getting lost at sea.
0: Creepy. Creepy. Ended. All right, so another theory involves the plane being hijacked. So there were 227 passengers on this plane. But 228 tickets were scanned. Additionally, it was claimed a mysterious load was added to the flight list after takeoff, sparking theories there was a stowaway who then took control of the plane. But we're not done yet. (laughs) Two passengers were traveling on stolen Austrian and Italian passports, but they were later cleared. Like, how did they later clear them?
2: Because I think they talked to their moms. They were trying to go to like, I think like Denmark or something to start a new life, and their mom was like, "They wouldn't do <laughs> cool, that." You're clear. And your like, mom said okay, you
0: didn't, you wouldn't have done that. So that's cool.
2: <laughs> you're clear. That's basically what it seemed like. So another possibility is the idea of this one was very creepy to me: a foreign government remotely cyber hijacking the flight software and kind of flying it where they wanted to. I don't like that at all. I know it's creepy I don't like that So, the Malaysian government, as we know throughout this, has been shady in a lot of different ways. And one of them was about what was on the flight, Um, the manifest, which is like the document that says everything that was on the plane. Like, some things were redacted, some things were like changed. So, because of that, people have speculated that the plane carried either government secrets or weapons. And a lot of people accuse the u.s of hijacking it so there's like a theory that the u.s hijacked the plane flew it to this like air base we have in that area and that the people aren't dead they're just like confined for the rest of their lives to this like island <laughs> to like hang out
1: so it's lost they it, they like redid lost
2: and they can't leave
0: yes wow yeah
1: it's like lost for redditors
0: <laughs> that's crazy Okay, well, the last theory we'll touch on involves a ghost plane, which is when a plane flies by itself on autopilot because the pilot has become incapacitated. So it was proposed that the plane cabin suffered a sudden depressurization and the sudden lack of oxygen could have killed all passengers and flight crew within 15 minutes.
2: Which is something that is now in my yep. nightmare kind
1: of <laughs> yep. like basket to pick out of. Like you could look up at a flight and you don't know if everyone on it is alive or dead. But
0: isn't don't those the don't the, the oh things come down and
2: you can put on the thing? Yeah. I think oxygen does happen. I I don't know. I hope the oxygen is flowing, you know, if that were to ever happen. So same. There are truly tons of conspiracy theories. And mysteries surrounding this flight. We can't touch on all of them, but there's like tons and tons more. So, Dana, is there anything in this light's chart that would indicate just this like fascination, conspiratory nature of it?
1: Yes, there for sure is. And also maybe something that could confirm the depressurization theory, which I am now for sure into. Oh, weird. Well, OK, so Mercury was an Aquarius, the sign of conspiracies when the plane went missing. And Aquarius is an air sign. And Mercury is the planet of communication and connection. And it's ruled by Saturn and Scorpio, which was retrograde and square to this Mercury. So its ruler is squaring it. So it's like, it's like, uh, you know, in turmoil with itself. Saturn restricts and Scorpio is death. So, and scores are just like these tense aspects. So, it could be a ghost plane and a lack of oxygen. Or it could just be like wanting to like, Scorpio wants to get to the bottom of things. Mercury and Aquarius wants to like talk about everything. And it's also maybe like believing that you're being stopped to find out by like things. But I mean, of course we are because they're being secretive. (laughs) The chart confirms that. Does that make sense? Oh my god. It's so weird. Yes. Also, I guess the the moon in Gemini is just going to... Lips are
2: flapping. (laughs) Lips are flapping. Um, So as of today, we still don't know more about what happened to Flight 370. However, earlier in 2022, a private group said they would resume their search in 2023 or 2024 if the Malaysian government was down. So we'll see. So Dana, will the families of the passengers of this flight ever find out what happened and find closure?
1: Um, I sure hope so, but I wouldn't put my money on it just because that seems crazy. But. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but the first neural opposition for the flight disappearance starts in July 2023. So that's a perfect time to uh, get going. The eclipses will be happening in the same signs that they were happening. And it's the first neural opposition, the first. Uh, and like nodal oppositions we see all the time and in, 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 like you know big turning points but also Neptune will be entering Aries in 2025 and I feel like that could also possibly like lift fog around some of this just because of how yeah. many Pisces placements they had so and like maybe the fog lifting will
0: All right. Well, if you're the private group that wants to resume the search and the Malaysian government is somehow going to allow you to do that, which seems highly unlikely, July 2023 might be your best bet or (laughs) um, 2025 in Aries. So
1: I can't believe that you have to ask the government to look for um, lost planes.
0: That's what I was wondering. Like, mm, I don't know. Anyway, what's everyone's theory that they think is what happened to the plane?
1: I think I want it to be the ghost
0: plane. You want it to be the ghost plane, okay. That does, like, explain
2: a lot, like... Because, again, planes are just, like, on autopilot. Like, the pilots do stuff, but only it's really for, like, takeoff and landing. Like, you could just, like, chill on autopilot three thirty-five thousand feet or whatever until the gas runs out, which it, like, seems like it did. I, however... Something that happened, like, kind of after this was when Russia shot down Malaysian Airlines, like, I think it's called, like, Flight 17, when it was, like, flying over, they, like shot it down over like Ukraine, I think, or they were like going to Ukraine and it was like a passenger flight. So I kind of feel like- For what purpose?
0: Russia could have been fucking around with this. I forgot why they did it. Maybe Malaysia is like a very secret threat to a lot of governments because like I said, they were the shadiest actors in all of this. I know. I would say my theory that seems the most like plausible- is the murder suicide thing, but all like, but it just doesn't make sense because, like, if if he was going to do that, if the pilot was going to do that, he would, like, why would he just wait till the plane's fuel went out? Like he he just like was dicking around for like seven hours. Like it just doesn't really make sense. Like if he was going to do that, he would have just dove the plane into the ocean right away, right?
1: Well, unless he really wanted to torture a bunch of people depends on what kind of torture he likes. He's a Pisces moon and a Cancer Sun, so he might like that slow torture.
0: Oh, okay. Casual. Weird. (laughs) I don't know. I guess the aviation community that they strongly believe it was, it had to have been the pilot, but we might never know, or we might know in 2023.
2: (laughs) But back to my Russia theory, though, because I'm reading about the other flight. So, sadly, this... Missing plane was not the only issue that Malaysian Airlines had in 2014. Another flight of theirs, Malaysian Airlines Flight 17, um, was actually shot down when it was coming from Amsterdam to go to Kuala Lumpur. So
0: this was the same year. So not the best. This is the same year shot down by what? Who? The Russians? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. All right. Well, Dana, tell us what was going on in 2014 for Malaysian Airlines.
1: Okay, so Saturn was exactly conjunct their Jupiter in Scorpio. So that's not great. I mean, that's slowing down your luck in a way. Uh, where's Mars? Their Mars is in Aries, so that's dignified. Uh, Uranus was on their Mars, though, so sort of like... I mean, I wouldn't look at this and be like, "All your planes are going to crash." But Uranus is also air travel, and when it's with Mars, it's sort of like in a dark spot. And also, the South Node on its Mercury, so that's sort of, I guess, tanking all of its communication. Yeah. So they lost a lot of money too that year. I mean, the North Node with Mars is on its its Natal Neptune in, in Libra, so these are just like transits don't happen often it's not like uranus on your venus is a once in a lifetime thing for a business it still would have been a once in a lifetime since it was only founded in 47 i mean if if they're still around it would happen again of course but this like would have been the first time the south node on their mercury could have happened before but saturn on their jupiter that's no good especially in scorpio it's sort of like i guess that maybe makes me wonder if it was a murder-suicide because that's such an impassioned way to go down
0: interesting
1: They have Pluto and Saturn in Leo. So that was interesting because that's when they found the debris. Right. Was all those Leo placements. Was when Jupiter was on their Saturn. And so when it was lost Hmm. is when Saturn was on its Jupiter.
0: Interesting.
2: (laughs) I would like to make a quick correction. So uh, the flight was shot down in eastern Ukraine where there was a lot of fighting. Technically, it was not Russia. It was a missile that was, like, fired from a pro-Russia separatist region. So technically they could have been Ukrainian, but also they could have been Russian. Sound like Nazis. But I I am trying to keep it... As factual as possible. We don't want to be hacked Responded. by Russians, basically, is what we're saying. Yeah, if they could take down a plane, they could sure take down our Riverside account.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, remains to be seen. If anything else happens with Malaysia Flight 370, we'll be sure to update you. But uh, yes. next week, we'll be back with a very special guest, and you won't want to miss it. I'm Elise. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. And this is Allegedly Astrology. Bye.
2: Bye. I was going to, oh my God, I was going to do like a flight attendant thing, but I was like, that's probably poor <laughs>
1: Chase. Oh, that would have been awesome. Awesome. <laughs>